On today's extended episode of Ince Here Ahead, number 651 for Wednesday, why children should be given coffee, the rules of the road as seen through the eyes of a dog, making capsules from piss, midnight postal deliveries, the cat interstate highway, glorifying water, defining indefinable, podcast openings, facial openings, some news about the world word anti-disestablishmentarianism, legislating for cat marmalade, lead uh, carousels versus arousal and lots more you're listening to into your head because you couldn't find anything better now could you This is a prelude to today's episode of Into Your Head Podcast Hello. Uh, today's episode of Into Your Head Podcast Hello uh, will start shortly. It'll start, oh, don't worry, we're just warming up here, we're getting going. Uh, we're, it's only uh, what, quarter to nine in the morning. Uh, I haven't I've barely even finished my coffee yet. I uh, have a new coffee machine though, uh, so don't panic. The coffee situation uh, is taking a step up over Christmas we have a coffee a coffee maker and no more instant uh, tescular uh, tescular value coffee from the supermarket uh, no no we have proper bean co- coffee made from beans you put the beans in one end and you press a button and coffee comes out the other end and you drink it and then you put the coffee back in the end and it comes out uh, well it doesn't come out with beans don't be fucking ridiculous Be- uh, beans beans they're good for your heart the most more you eat, the more you overstimulate yourself with coffee. Uh, that's what they say. Although that was different when I was a child, uh, but we didn't know about coffee beans then. We weren't allowed. We weren't allowed to have coffee as kids. We were allowed to have tons of sugar, uh, but no, uh, no coffee. Uh, children should have coffee. More coffee it might stop people having kids that they don't want. If you had to, if you were forced by law to give your children coffee first thing every morning and two hours before bedtime, that might. Uh, stop you from over reproducing I can tell you anyway suffice to say hello and here is a oh here's the opening here's the opening of the show isn't it great there's going to be an opening now an open uh, just like uh, just like there's an opening in the middle of your face in fact there's three openings in the middle of your face although I would say your two nostrils count as one opening uh, with a little bridge in the middle it's like if you have double doors and there's a oh there's an up right beam in the middle uh, which there usually isn't uh, but nonetheless though uh, so no there's two orifices in the middle of your face and the eyes those aren't orifices uh, in order for it to be an orifice you would have to have no eyeballs and just have big holes there uh, but no it's not an orifice or an opening uh, no no but this is an opening what follows is an opening to this episode of into your head uh, hello Two podcast openings walk into a bar. Uh, One of the podcast openings goes straight up to the bar counter and says, Hello, you join me at a tremendously exciting moment. It's into your head, number 651 for Wednesday. We've a lot to get on with today. And the barman straight away interrupts him and he says, If you don't mind me saying so, you're obsolete. We don't do the you join me at a tremendously exciting moment part anymore. 
because uh, that would be overkill after the whole uh, on today's into your head and the introductory music thing. So we just start with we've a lot to get on with today. Uh, so uh, the podcast introduction says fair enough, uh, but I can adapt to the times. That doesn't make me obsolete at all. Uh, give me a fucking break. Give me a chance to adapt. You don't just sack someone just because uh, you bring in something new. And oh no, you wait and you see if they're able to adapt to it. I can adapt to it. So let's see. I'll adapt to it right now. I'll say we've a lot to get on with today. Items that need to be attended to. Issues that need to be addressed. Topics. Oh! And the barman interrupts him and said, says, if you don't mind, I, I appreciate your uh, enthusiasm, but that's overkill. I know uh, part of the standard introduction is to go, oh! topics uh, but you went oh and as far as i can see would have been prepared to continue it for another 10 minutes uh, which would bring us up uh, almost to the commercial break and if you don't mind me saying so that's just taking the piss and the uh, uh, podcast introduction says fair enough although uh, just for the record i wasn't going to stretch it out to 10 minutes i would have gone about i'd say about 20 seconds maybe at the most uh, depending on my lung capacity which I haven't measured and measured in some time. In fact, I don't think I've ever formally measured or had measured my lung capacity. Uh, hasn't come up, uh, which is probably a good thing. My lung capacity has never been an issue in my life that I've, I've had to look into. Uh, why would it be? I'm not a person. I'm a podcast introduction. And basically, uh, what am I? I'm not even an inanimate object because I'm not an object. I'm just a, oh, I'm just a, well, a format, basically, is what I am. I'm a format. Uh, there may be representations of me in uh, MP3 files or in notes somewhere uh, behind myself. I'm not even an object. I'm just a, oh, I'm just a theory, a theoretical uh, thing. And the man behind the bar says, I understand, I understand. I myself, I'm not even an inanimate object. I'm a fictional person behind the bar who for some reason is serving you. I'm not sure why. And uh, uh, oh, the podcast introduction says, me neither. And why are you so concerned about what kind of introduction I am anyway. You're just here to serve me beer. And the man behind the bar says, no I'm not. I'm just, I'm not the bar man. I'm just the man behind the bar. I don't even work here. Uh, you're making assumptions there. Making assumptions like there's no tomorrow, which indeed there probably isn't if this is a fictional snapshot of a fictional time. Uh, there's no tomorrow. We're not on a timeline here. There's no timeline here. Time doesn't exist here in the fiction imaginary world, or maybe it does uh, as, as, insofar as anything else can exist here uh, maybe we should look into our story notes and see is there a timeline uh, it doesn't exist though unless the author uh, actually goes to the trouble of setting one up, uh, otherwise it doesn't exist at all, unless the reader assumes it exists, uh, what reader I know you're thinking, I meant the listener however, anyway hello and welcome to the show uh, oh thank you very much uh, uh, can, what can I do for you? Uh, can I have two pints of Guinness, please? Fair enough.
stuff. And thank you for welcoming me to the show, whatever that is. You're welcome. Uh, the great night is had by all. Monkey nuts. That's what they call them. They call them big steaming, dolloping, shit-eating, uh, pid podder. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. And none of this means anything. Relax. Uh, take a chill pill. Uh, take a... Oh, take one of these. Take one of these. Omega-3 fish oils from Lidl. A thousand megagrams. There's a thousand megagrams of fish oils in each of these capsules. Uh, the capsule itself, I don't know what that's made of. It's probably made of piss. Can you make capsules from piss? You probably can. If the, if the taste of those fish oil tablets is anything to judge by, you're probably not meant to chew on them and taste them. You're supposed to just wash them down with half a gallon of water. You're supposed to... Oh, water is the, cu the cure to all ails, if you believe the media nowadays. Every second day you see an article saying, uh, water doesn't cause cancer, water doesn't cause AIDS. Drinking too much coffee or not walking or injecting yourself with the AIDS virus causes those things. Uh, well, no, no, water... Oh, Oh, water is great, supposedly. We're led to believe water uh, is the giver of the elixir of life. Oh, it's like the uh, the holy grail uh, of the of the life world. Uh, it's like the oh, it's like the uh, whatever caused Adam and Eve to exist. Uh, some sort of a seed, presumably. I haven't read the full story in some time. I presume the story of Adam and Eve starts with once upon a time uh, there was Adam's parents and they had sexual intercourse, and then Adam and Eve came along. Uh, well, Adam came along and Eve was made from a stick uh, that came out of, oh, something. I forget the exact details. If you want the exact details, read the Bible. That's your job as a Bible person to read. It's not my job to read the Bible to you. I'm not a freaking storyteller. I'm not a storyteller. I'm a storyteller, son. I'm only plucking pheasants till the pheasant plucker comes. I'm not a pheasant plucker. I'm a pheasant plucker, son. Oh, there's the postwoman in the next estate already. It's only 8.30 in the morning and she's already done this estate and is on to the next one. That's the, that's the post-Christmas period for you there. And oh, letters to be done. Although I got four letters today from her. Well, not from her, uh, but delivered by her uh, over half an hour ago now. Uh, fucking ridiculous. They'll be coming in the middle of the fucking night next. They go from one extreme to the other. When I moved here, the post used to come at... Oh, it used to come at 9 o'clock the next night. Now it's back to 9 o'clock the night before because uh, they rearranged the routes. They said, oh, instead of going that way, uh, we're going to start down there and come the other way. And I supposedly, I benefited, benefited from that, if you call it benefiting, getting your frigging bills uh, half a day earlier. There's no benefit to that. Where's the benefit to that? You tell me. Uh, answers on the, oh, answers on the, whatever. Uh, just answer me. Answer me, answer me, answer me. Uh, something, 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 something. Answer me, answer me, answer me. Answer me. I know it's not the Beatles, uh, but that's because I'm not the Beatles. I'm Neil from Into Your Head Podcast. Hello. Two cats walk into a bar. One of the cats straight away goes up to the bar counter and says, Hello, can I have a pint of your finest milk, please? And the man behind the bar says, I'm sorry, we don't have milk in pints anymore. We only have them in metric tons. And the cat says, Oh, that's a shame. Uh, do you have Murphy's? Uh, Murphy's to you foreigners, in case you don't know. It's a bit like Guinness, except it tastes like milk. Uh, so clearly a cat would like it. That's where I'm going with this. A cat would like Murphy's. 
coffees because it tastes like milk. Uh, and the man behind the bar says, I'm sorry, sir, we don't do Murphy's. You only do Guinness. But I think you'll find that far superior anyway. And the cat says, I don't doubt that. But it doesn't taste like milk, does it? And the man behind the bar says, I uh, have to admit, no, it doesn't. Would you settle for a Bailey's? And the cat says, is that available in points? And the man behind the bar says, well, I could pour you out uh, seven or eight uh, shots of it and put that into a pint glass for you. Uh, although it might, you might find it a bit expensive. And the cat says, money is no object to me. I'm a cat. I don't even use money. So money is money is meaningless to me. So I go ahead. And the man behind the bar says, hold on. Does that mean you're not going to be able to pay for it? And the cat says, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a part of the economy. I'm a cat. Uh, econ- the economics and money and finance, that's a human thing. Uh, just as you people don't go around killing mice and bring them home for your dinner, uh, we don't go around using currency. Uh, it's uh, it's yeah, the yin and yang, that's what it is. Uh, the man behind the bar says, well, I'm afraid I can't serve you then, sir. Uh, if you can't pay me for it, I'm in this for the money. Uh, well, I do enjoy the, the chat and the social part of it. I am in this to make money, so I'm sorry I can't give you eight free shots of babies. And the cat says, oh, that's understandable, I suppose, and walks out. Now, uh, I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking, so far, uh, so far, this isn't one of the finest episodes of Into Your Head ever made. Uh, well, don't worry about that. It's a mixed bag here. It's hit and miss. Uh, this isn't freaking Seinfeld. Sometimes it's good, and sometimes it's bad, and sometimes it's in between. Sometimes it's indefinable. Uh, so we just call it indefinable, which I know what you're thinking. You're, you're smart arse. You're thinking, oh, indefinable is itself a, a definition. Well, no, it's not. It's a word. It's just a, a word, a, a pro, proverb or an ad down or something. It's not a definition. Uh, the definition of uh, what you do, what, whatever the hell word I just said uh, would it would be a definition, but the word itself is not a definition. You smart horse. You fucking smart horse. Go off and do your Irish Times cross, row, cross words with your fucking uh, eight down, two across, uh, seven letters uh, starts with P ends with S uh, has a few other letters in between and means uh, oh means nothing means nothing because it's a made up word uh, designed to make other people my father used to do the Irish Times uh, complex crossword he'd sit down he'd do the normal crosswords uh, for warm up and then he'd do the complicated crosswords uh, oh all the obscure clues I would say uh, seven hats uh, never a washer of uh, adverbs was and he'd figure it out he'd say oh I know what that is it's anti-disestablishmentarianism and then he'd write it oh that reminds me I had some news on that front on the anti-disestablishmentarianism uh, front uh, let me get this I printed this out it's uh, a major development. Uh, I was dealing with an issue on Facebook the other day. Uh, oh, I was saying if the, I was pointing out that if I'm conversing with people in English, I pronounce uh, "les miserables" in English, not French. Uh, if it ever comes up, and uh, yeah, that started some conversation uh, with a fella called Johnson, and he said, "I'm only friends with this fella because I thought he was the fella who owned my local garage that does the cheap tires, but he's not." And he 
highway. Uh, I pointed out that miserable is not English and a load of other stuff. Uh, but then we go on to anti-disestablishmentarianism. Now, long-term listeners will know that back when I was about 14, uh, oh, a life-changing event happened whereby I was sitting in class one day and a substitute English teacher who happens to have been one of the supposedly most respected English teachers at Ireland, he's written several books. Oh, he said, uh, everyone put your hands up now and come up with the longest word you can think of. And I came up with anti-disestablishmentarianism. And everyone was impressed except him. And he said, that's not a real word. And I was, uh, oh, that's uh, that's ruined my life since. That was 24 years ago. Anyway, I happened to mention that during this conversation here. And Johnson came along and says, "Uh, by the way, your teacher was wrong. Anti-disestablishmentarianism with 28 letters is defined in the Oxford English Dictionary, a 20-volume historic dictionary of English as follows. Property. Uh, properly, opposition to the establishment of the Church of England. How oh, I printed this in a landscape, so I'm missing a few words. Anyway, suffice to say, uh, Johnson on Facebook uh, has... Uh, oh, he's changed my life. Basically, uh, anti-disestablishmentarianism, I was right. It's a real word. It was a real word. Uh, what's its wrong correspondence? Uh, here's one from listener Mitch. Uh, Neil, you tweeted, we really need to come up with a more appropriate spelling for the word carousel. Did you say that because the first six letters in carousel almost spell arousal and that we should not give anyone cause to associate carousels with arousal lest they form the idea that it is okay to regard small children who are the biggest speculators in carousellular services as objects of the same Mitch. Oh, thank you very much for that Mitch. Uh, I'll let the listeners decide for themselves what to make of that. I'm going to stay uh, oh, I'm going to stay unbiased uh, just like the Irish Times except in the fucking crossword section and oh no I'm going to remain unbiased and let the let the audience decide what they think of Mitch and his uh, carousal thing or whatever the hell it was something about my tweets anyway on with the show once upon a time there was another dog and not to be confused with the dog referred to uh, later in the program when I'll also be doing a once upon a time there was a dog uh, story don't worry they're going to be two entirely different uh, segments they're going to be bear no relation to each other whatsoever except that uh, both of them start with once upon a time there was a dog in fact in this instance it's not even going to be a story about a dog it's just how I chose to start the segment there's going to be no further mention of a dog or even a story about a dog in this segment uh, so no if you were worried about duplication uh, worry no more uh, here's a there's a, a weight off your head a weight off your mind and off your head uh, well not off your head if you want to take a weight off your head you need to just put your hand up there remove it I can't help you with that I can take a weight off your mind but I can't take it off your head unfortunately because I'm not in your 
location. I can only deal with the non-physical stuff, the mental stuff. The mental, although I think you'll find mental is important. Uh, ment- uh, mentalistics are important in this world. In this world uh, that's full to the brim of uh, people going around with axes threatening to murder you. And that's full of, oh there's a cat. I think that's Annie. Oh that's Annie. There's Annie the cat. Or is it? I wonder if there's a cat coming along the interstate highway. It's a large tall wall between this estate and the next. And they walk along it to get from the next estate back to our house. I think it was Annie. She's running, going very fast. I hope she slows the fuck down or she'll get pulled over by a cop. A cop will say, are you a cat? And uh, Annie, being a bit stupid, will say, yes, I am a cat. Although that's not stupid because she'll be right. Uh, But no, sometimes it's stupid to be honest. And if you're forever pulled over by a cop on an interstate highway wall, the last thing you should say is, uh, yes, I am a cat. Uh, Because they'll say, oh, there's a cat uh, illegally in control of a cat's body on the interstate highway wall. Although I suppose it's not a vehicle and I'm the traffic cops, so it's nothing to do with me. Uh, but it is traffic, and yeah, pedestrian is traffic. Uh, this is more of an animal thing, though. And then they'll call the, oh, they'll probably call the Animal Welfare Brigade. The Ar- Animal Welfare Brigade will come along, all guns blazing, and they'll say, we have a we have a report of an over-accelerating cat on the interstate cat highway. And I'll go, I didn't know other people called it that. I thought it was just me that called it that. I thought everyone else just called it the big tall wall that divides this estate from the next and thank Christ it does because the next, next estate gets flooded every time there's a bit of rain there's a little river there that overflows and if that wall wasn't there my house would get flooded every time there was a frigging I can't get uh, there's, there's insurers who won't insure me now because of that frigging estate anyway suffice to say uh, that was Annie that was Annie Annie the cat as we call her or Annie the cat the cat if you want to be formal if you want to say there's Annie the cat her name is Annie the cat and she's a cat so she's Annie the cat the cat uh, anyway hello Into your head. do you like this program well it's about time you proved it search for Into Your Head in iTunes leave a five star rating and write a nice review under it do it today it's been six years you know I'll be checking I eat podcast listeners for breakfast you know mmm breakfast anyway review the podcast in iTunes it's important Hash browns and toast, please. If you would like to comment on any of the issues raised in this program, email studio at intoyourhead.com. Remember, we value the opinions of you, the humble and ignorant listener. Matchstick cats. Matchstick cats. Matchstick cats. Matchstick cats and stuff. Are you a cat? Or do you know somebody who might be? Then tell yourself about Matchstick Cats. Neil's webcomic. Brand new episodes at IntoYourHead.com. Once upon a time, there was a dog. A dog. I like how that sounds on the microphone to me. It sounds deep and it sounds dog. I like that. Uh, if it doesn't sound the same to you, I realise. Because when I play this back on my eye telephone, it doesn't sound quite as good as it sounds to me when I play it over the microphone. For various technical reasons with which I won't bore you. Uh, suffice to say, I just like to say. And if you ever wondered why I like pronouncing words, 
words like that sometimes where I go, dog, once upon a time there was a dog. That's because I very much like how it sounds at the moment that I say it in my headphones. It sounds great. Uh, so, anyway, that's that. So, anyway, once upon a time there was a dog. Uh, there was a dog. Uh, the dog was uh, happily, uh, happily wandering around, uh, wandering around on the road, at the side of the road, uh, the left side of the road, uh, which is illegal. You're supposed to walk on the right side of the road unless there's a footpath or a sidewalk, as you uh, foreigners call it. You have to be literal about everything. Oh, that's not a footpath. It's a sidewalk because it's for walking along the side. Uh, no, no. Uh, come up with more imaginary names for things, for Christ's sake. Call it a footpath. It's a path for feet. A path that's being laid out for feet to walk upon. You don't need to be all up in your head about it and say, oh, feet don't walk, people walk. Uh, get over, get a life, for Christ's sake. It's a footpath, that's what it is. It's a path you will... Ah, it's a path, a magical roadway laid out for feet to, to traverse. Well, not traverse. Well, they can traverse it, but they usually walk along it. If you're traversing it, it uh, means you're coming out of your, foot, your house and crossing the footpath and then crossing the road, presumably, and going over, uh, over to the other side of the road. Anyway, this dog, he's walking along the left side of the road uh, where there's no footpath on either side. You're supposed to walk on the right. Uh, so you're walking uh, into the traffic that's on your side so you can see it coming. Although the same is not true in other countries where you drive on the wrong side of the road. But we drive on the correct side of the road here. We drive on the left. Well, I don't. I don't drive at all. I don't drive at all. In fact, one of the last few times that I drove a moped, I drove into the ditch uh, because I thought it was on the wrong side of the road so I pulled over further to the left and went into a ditch uh, so shortly after that I decided no oh, uh, there's probably a good chance that I shouldn't be driving uh, so I decided anyway suffice to say there was a dog a dog walking along the left side of the road uh, happily uh, sniffing at things, sniffing at a dead cat, uh, sniffing at a pile of crap, sniffing at a sandwich and eating it, because uh, that's what uh, my cats do. That. People think it's just dogs that eat sandwiches. I've had cats uh, come home uh, with half-wrapped sandwiches with wrappers from the local convenience store half a mile away, and they come in dragging them in like a dead, oh, like a dead wrapper or something. They brought in a dead wrapper once too. Uh, I don't know if it was dead when they got well, you can be damn sure the Christ as hell that he was dead when they when they had it in my hall. I can tell you, ah, had to had to sweep it up on one onto one of them dust pans with a long stick on it and try not to look at it as I dumped it into a black bag and disposed of it in the appropriate manner in accordance with the refuse uh, refuse laws of this country. I can't remember exactly what I did with it. Rest assured, I did it appropriately and did some research as to how did dispose of it. Uh, that's a load of bollocks. I just put it in the bin. Uh, but no, uh, this is all uh, This is all made up. Anyway, the dog continues to walk along the road, uh, eating sandwiches, sniffing dead cats, uh, trying to sniff live cats. Uh, and then one, then, uh, one minute, uh, one minute he's walking along happily. Uh, the next minute he's not walking. He's just standing there, uh, staring like a deer into some headlights. Uh, in actual fact, he's a dog. 
dog, uh, but he's staring into some headlights, uh, and the headlights are steering back, or so he thinks. So he starts barking at the headlights. Stop staring at me, you cunt. Uh, just because you have cat's eyes. I don't have cat's eyes. Uh, you're not a cat. I'm not stupid. Just because you have headlights. I know what you are. You're a car. You're a car. A car, car vehicle. That's what you are. And the car replies, beep, beep, beep. And then the head pokes out of the side of the car and says, get out of the fucking way, dog. The dog says, woof. And the man in the car says, uh, it's illegal to run you over and then go off. Well, if you were a cat, I could do that. I could just run you over and not report it and just flee the scene and it would all be perfectly legal. But because you're a dog, I have to respect you, even though you're inferior to a cat. Because uh, I'm a cat person and I've got several cats who are more intelligent than you. And the dog says, woof, I'm sorry, I don't know what you're saying to me. Uh, do you want me to get out of the way? Is that it? And the man behind the car says stop barking and get out of the fucking way and the dog uh, moves out of the way and the car proceeds to move forward in the for you forward you direction although it's not forward from the dog's point of view and this is what causes the confusion because the dog then turns around and says oh he's going that way i must be going the wrong way uh, i'll go around and go the other way i'll go the other way uh, although now i've just realized i said the dog was walking on the left and if this car was coming towards him it would have been on the other side and the dog wouldn't have been in the way so clearly the car was driving on the wrong side of the road even though to you foreigners it would appear to be the correct side of the road but I'm telling you foreigners if you came over here and drove on the right it wouldn't last very long I can tell you it may seem correct to you if you do it over here uh, when in Rome do as the Romans do uh, well don't do as the Romans do over here because the Romans drive on the freaking right and we drive on the left and you're going to have trouble then uh, so no wonder there's always dogs in your way uh, so the dog anyway he realizes wait a minute that fella's on the wrong side of the road i go to chase after him and have a word with him because i don't want him to get in trouble with the police he's clearly a tourist although he's clearly from an english-speaking uh, country and one that uses a lot of swear words as well uh maybe i won't bother chasing after him or will i i don't know i can't decide and he ends up just chasing his tail around in circles going will I won't die 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 I won't I will I won't I won't I will I will I won't I I don't know is it going to snow I'm sure I used to do these songs a lot better than this. Uh, back in the days when I used to restrict myself to cat topics, I'm sure my songs were much better. Uh, anyway, on with the show. You're listening to Into Your Head, hosted by Neil, Ireland's version of the Octomom. Except he's a dude. And has cats.
ectoplasm. That's what they call it. That's what they call it, ectoplasm. They call it ectoplasm. Why would you call it anything else? There probably isn't any other word for it, seeing as how it's a fictional concept from the movie Ghostbusters, and from the further movie Ghostbusters 2, and from the further movie which may or may not ever happen, I won't have your man in it, so it won't be any good, uh, Ghostbusters 3. Uh, so no, they just call it ectoplasm. That's what they call it, because that's what it is. If something is something, you should call it that. Uh, call the speed a speed, as they say. That's a speed, so you call it a speed. If it's not a speed, uh, call it not a speed, or else uh, do a bit of research and find out what it actually is and call it that. You should call things what it is. That's what they, they say. Telling stuff like it is. Uh, which is terrible grammar, but still. Makes sense. Uh, make, you see, despite it not being grammatically correct, it makes sense. Because grammar isn't everything. Uh, grammar isn't everything. The universe is everything. As well as far as we know, uh, there could be stuff outside of, un of the universe, in which case the universe isn't everything. Although the universe is still everything that's in the universe. Uh, so I suppose in a way. Uh, but in another way. Uh, but in a further way. Uh, but in another way. Uh, but in a... Oh, bollocks. That's, uh, that's enough for that. That's enough for that crap. Uh, pure unmitigated drivel. Absolute pure bollocks. Uh, pure shit-filled... Uh, oh, there's my... I forgot to turn... Oh, do I need to turn? Oh, no, I don't. I thought I'd forgotten to turn my new uh, one-a-day uh, cat calendar. Uh, not the one I gave my wife. That's the true one-a-day cat calendar. This is a Simon's Cat 2013 calendar. And it's not a one-a-day calendar. It's a, it's a one-a-month calendar. So I don't need to turn this until the 31st of January. So that's fine. We're all up to date then. There with the calendar. Uh, what was that? There was a bit of a bang there. I hope it wasn't someone shooting in my house or something. There's no one else in my house at the moment, as far as I know. Uh, but if I go out this door in a minute for a piss and there's someone there, I'm going to be worried. Uh, are they listening to this through the... Maybe it was a cat. cat. They could have been Annie, now that I think about it. Annie likes to come into the studio. The same Annie who you'll hear me talking about later or earlier in the show. I forget which. Uh, who just came along the cat interstate highway. Uh, she's probably banging her head against the door. She does that sort of thing. It comes in and goes ra uh, runs rampant all over my desk and types stuff. Uh, types a load of crap on the keyboard and then runs off again. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. Anyway, uh, here's a work of journalism that I did for one of my old websites many years ago uh, called Breaking the Law is Already Illegal by Me. Yesterday, I was on my way out of a train station when I noticed something that I had never noticed before. Without exception, every single one of the turnstiles at the exit was set to turn in a clockwise direction. So I did some research, and it turns out that all turnstiles and revolving doors in the Northern Hemisphere turn that way, while everything south of the equator goes counterclockwise. Apparently, the same is true of the way liquids swirl clockwise or anti clockwise when you pour them down the drain 
for some reason that I can't quite fathom. The hands on clocks move clockwise no matter what part of the world you're in. But this got me thinking. What would happen if I started messing with the laws of gravity or magnetism or whatever you call it? Would I get in trouble with the law? I mean, who the fuck set up all these scientific laws anyway? That's a rhetorical question, incidentally. Hence the lack of a question mark. Where I come from, if you want to pass a law, you must first put yourself up for election to the national parliament and then convince a majority of your colleagues to vote for your proposed piece of legislation. But apparently if you're Isaac Newton or somebody, or God, you can pass a law just by saying stuff that nobody else understands. Anyway, as an aside here, I would just like to pay tribute to all of the scientists through the ages who have experimented with apples. I myself once ate an apple right through to the core, and on seeing the hard white flesh near the centre, and thinking about it in silence for a few long minutes, came up with an idea for an essay about turnips for my website. So I can see how easily an apple could provide inspiration for such masterpieces as Newton's gravity thing or whatever came up with. Really, if we're being fair, uh, if we're being fair, uh, we should give credit to the apples, not the scientist. But this is a topsy-turvy world, and for some reason, it's always the human, not the inanimate, organic food that gets tanked. Anyway, back to the thing about the laws of science. Now I, as a private citizen, am not empowered to pass a law, for example, that bans television stations from killing selected viewers who change stations during the commercials. However, apparently, I'm completely free to legislate that what goes up must spin three times, freeze for a second like a tense moment in a cartoon, then come down and call it Neil's Law of Going Up and Down and Spinning in the Middle, because that's science. So I've decided that I'm going to take advantage of this newfound power by passing some new scientific laws. I hereby order that cats cannot land on their feet unless they are covered in orange marmalade and humming the theme tune from Fraser. Christ, this is old. Okay, that's enough for now. I don't want to abuse my privileges. In fact, the above short paragraph, I've achieved pretty much everything I set out to achieve when I decided to go into politics. So I'm going to... Re this doesn't make sense, so I'm going to retire now. It was a scientific take, not a political take. Anyway, I go on to say, I think I can achieve more by quietly campaigning and maybe making a few euro on the lecture circus to support myself. You know, when I was a 12-year-old, I wanted to change the world. I thought I would become Prime Minister of my country and I would outlaw all crime and remove poverty forever. Then I came to realise that all crime is already outlawed, so I decided to concentrate on a cure for poverty. The solution I came up with was to give everybody a large amount of money and order them not to spend it, then nobody would ever be poor again. Uh, then name everybody nobody would ever be poor again and we would all live happily ever after, just like in the story of Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Although Goldilocks, of course, would never have dreamed of putting orange marmalade into her cat's paws, or on her cat's paws, and this refusal to conform with the norms of our society would mean that she is now guilty of aiding and abetting a criminal under my new orange marmalade humming 
looking at 2004 referred to earlier, specifically seven years earlier when the original version of this article was first published in writing uh, on my then site uh, either newsburp.com or matchthecats.com, whatever I was calling it then. But you shouldn't take from this the high staunch conservative who wants to hang all criminals and then put them in jail after they're dead. Oh no, all I'm saying is that it's fun to make laws that annoy people, especially those who have cats who refuse to keep a minimum level of marmalade in stock. You know, these are the same people who you see at polling booths, scratching their head and trying to make a last minute decision about who to vote for. My country now has colour photos on the election ballot sheet so that you can pick which candidate has the best hair and vote for him or her without having to find out who they are or what they stand for. So it's not all bad. And I never said it was. I'm not a glass half empty person. It's not empty until I shoved a flat two day old coke from uh, the night before last down my parched throat at seven o'clock in the morning because I don't have time to make coffee. Then it's empty. That brings me nicely back to the hemispheres stroke clockwise stroke anti-clockwise thing because there's going to be nothing left in, in the glass to throw down the sink and test which way it swirls as it disappears down the drain so now we'll never know Anyway, that was the me of the past uh, speaking to you in writing uh, from a from a document I have on my computer uh, based on a website that I had many years ago. If you go to intoyourhead.com incidentally and go into the more section in the menu you'll find a blog and you'll find all sorts of written crap like that in there because uh, I used to write. I used to get out my pencil and I'd use it to oh I'd use it to uh, oh I'd use it to press the button on my laptop the cover of which was missing so I needed a pencil to switch it on and then I'd switch on my laptop and I'd open Word and I'd type words into it I'd say you join me at a tremendously exciting moment podcasting hasn't been invented yet uh, so here's some crap that's coming out of my brain and into the uh, into print uh, I used to print it onto the well it wasn't print was it or in a way it was but in another way it wasn't uh, but in another more real way it wasn't it was no no it was being Basically, blogging. Uh, blogging wasn't even invented then either. I used to uh, type it in and put it up on the website and say, here's an article. It's an article. That's what I used to call it. Or I'd say it's a Niels Belch. Or I'd say it's a, oh, I'd say it's a thing. It's a thing. And then I found out you could just make a podcast and uh, any other stuff in your brain, you could just offload it into a crudely drawing cat webcomic. And the rest is history. Everything else that ever happened is history. But a thing of the past, a postular thing. Is that what they call it? Or is that different? A postular? Well, that, is that a religious thing? Or is that pastoral? Or maybe that's pastoral. I don't know. So we can say pastular without fear that you'll uh, think I'm talking about a religious thing. Uh, sounds like a Church of England thing. Uh, anyway, that's, that's uh, suffice. Suffice to say, that's, 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 that's just, uh, that's just, that's, 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 that's just. Uh, that's 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 just that's just uh, that's just 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 that's 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 just uh, that's just that's just uh, that was a that's a thing I was taught by my teacher Mr Begley in fifth class he used to do that sometimes he go that's just uh, that's 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 just that's just that's just that's just and then you trail off it's a great way to get out of things uh, I just didn't have a fucking clue what he was talking about half the time. 
Uh, and then we went on to sixth class when we got Mrs. Donnelly, uh, who was from Donegal in the northwest of Ireland and spoke a different go- dialect of uh, the Irish language than uh, anyone else spoke. So as a result, uh, I pronounce a lot of my Irish words uh, incorrectly uh, to most people. I say a coo instead of a co. And I say, ah, stuff. I don't, you can't even remember what a coo means. It's something like her or hers or theirs or they or something. Some grammatical thing like that. Uh, she made us do a whole mass in Irish and spend months preparing for us. You have to say, uh, our father, our nacher, a taller nav, good day for Danim, good dogger der reeve, good inter the holler on tolive, uh, something, 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 amen. It was the our father in Irish. So you, it was like translating your prayer into code so people couldn't intercept it. It probably would have been useful during the war. Uh, the Jews could have prayed in Irish and gotten away with it and Hitler would have said, uh, oh, they're probably just discussing, uh, they're probably just discussing how much they love me. I'll leave them alone. See if they, uh, see if they manage to create some blonde kids or something because they seem like uh, we... Anyway, suffice to say, good morning. Support the Podcastual Arts at no cost to you. Just click through the Amazon link at intoyourhead.com whenever you go shopping for anything, even if you use Amazon UK or Canada. We'll take your weird foreign money here. We're not proud. Just visit intoyourhead.com and click on the appropriate Amazon banner. Sit, Frosty. Sit. Good cat. Intoyourheadpodcast.com